Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Hot Off the Mess. I am your host, Samantha Bush, aka Bravo Historian. And I call myself that because I've been watching these bitches for too fucking long. But this morning I'm coming to you. I am fired up. I am heated. I am angry. So yesterday was a very busy day with work. That's why I did not record, but I am here today to bring you a new episode. But Oh my God. So yesterday it was put on the Twitters, on the pods, on the Instagrams that Juan did in fact cheat on Robin before season seven. Let's all sit with that and pretend to be shocked. So she put it on her podcast, Reasonably Shady, with her and Giselle, and she said that she's going to give more details on her Patreon, which I think is such a fucking slap in the face to every single viewer. Um, I'm so angry about it. I'm so disappointed in Robin, to be completely honest. Um, so, of course, I have thoughts, and so does Candy Gal. I posted on my Instagram, Bravo Historian, um, all about the, her thoughts, her feelings, as well as Chris Bassett. He of course, is taking to the Twitter and throwing his two cents out there because you have to remember they just filmed the reunion and this was not discussed. This was not brought up. This was not, you know, made, it didn't come to light. It, it was nowhere to be found. So let me just give you some, like the gist of what Robin has said on her podcast. She said that, so, okay, let back up a little bit. So within the last few weeks, there was a woman on TikTok posting receipts um, between her and Juan, you know, like flirting messages, etc. And Robin has not addressed it until now. And she's saying that the girl DM'd Robin, the girl DM'd Giselle, um, and Robin said that she was just kind of waiting for someone to bring it up on season seven. And she was like, I'm shocked no one has. I'm like, babe, that's really fucking annoying. Like, I understand you're not just going to like bring up like, oh, by the way. But at the same time, like we're watching because we're interested in like your real life. Like, I'm not interested in your hats, babe. I'm not interested in your candles. I'm not interested in, you know, you wanting to flip homes. Like, I want to know the real fucking tea. And I have been saying on this fucking podcast, see, I'm so angry. I've been saying on this goddamn podcast that I do not fuck with Juan. I don't think Juan is a good guy. 
Um, I don't like the way that he treats Robin. I don't like how he treated her when she was going through depression um, during COVID. I thought that was absolutely disgusting. And Robin deserves better. Um, But now I'm like, does she? Because she's acting like a goddamn clown. She's acting like a Khloe Kardashian because in the episode, she says that she was made aware of the situation before before she filmed season seven. It was handled. It was discussed. And it was something we had to work through. Now, how many fucking things are you guys going to have to work through? Honestly, honestly, I feel like they're constantly working through shit. And it's not like normal relationship, like, you know, bullshit. It's like, you've cheated on me multiple times. That is why they got divorced. Like, I'm so fucking confused. I don't understand, like, what the hold this man has on her. And, like, we're all talking about Michael Darby this, Michael Darby that. We need to be talking about Juan Dixon because this is not a good man. I'm sorry. He's just not. I don't, I don't want to hear it. Then she says you know, he's bored, he needs attention, and it was the pandemic. Now, to listen to this beautiful woman, accomplished woman, justify why her now husband, because let's remember they've gotten married, um, cheated on her, like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I thought we were better than this. I'm disgusted, frankly, with Giselle just co-signing this and acting like this girl is just a thirsty bitch. Like, yeah, she might be. But guess what? Juan is the one stepping out on his the mother of his children again. And there's probably going to be more people coming forward. Not to mention he has the whole cop and state situation lingering and lurking in the corner that, of course, no one is talking about for some reason. And it's truly upsetting. You know, it's really upsetting. Um, I, I don't know. I'm just so disappointed in the fact that you know, they spent the entire season talking about Chris and Candace and how Chris, you know, flirted with the cookie monster and how she, you know, how he did this and he did that. It's like there's a real man on this fucking show that cheated on his wife recently. And I think Robin could have come on the show, you know, spoken her truth and people would have rallied around her and then maybe that would have pulled her out of this fucking shit show because It is a goddamn disaster. I am so angry. I'm also angry because it's like they just filmed the reunion and this wasn't brought up. Like these women bleed. Some of these women bleed for this show. They show the good, the bad, the ugly. I mean, look at Shannon fucking Bedore. I mean, that woman's bleeding out. She's she's showing every she showed everything with her and David. So to see people like Robin and Giselle, who I don't hate. Like, I'm not a hater of them. I'm not like an anti-Robin, anti-Giselle person. I'm just like, I want to see your real life. Stop, you know, pointing at other people. Stop. It's it's ridiculous. And I know this is going to sound really random, but I watched this interview with Kate Hudson. Hear me out. I know you're probably like, what the fuck is she talking about? But she quoted something her mom had said which I believe comes from like an like AA or something. But so this is apparently what Goldie Hawn said is she says that when you point the finger at someone else, there's three fingers pointing back at you. And that is exactly what Giselle and Robin do. Like they live these mysterious lives, pathetic lives, I'm sorry, where they don't show anything truthful. They just constantly are throwing other husbands under the bus. And I'm like, 
what is your fucking problem? Like, I will say Robin did stand up for Candace and Chris, like, in the beginning when Giselle was trying to be like, yeah, he made me uncomfortable. Get the fuck out of here. He did nothing wrong. I'm sorry. Stop it. Stop. Because it's, in my opinion, that moment when Giselle said he made me uncomfortable paired with Ashley saying he cheated on her with Cookie Monster um, or made inappropriate comments to Cookie Monster or whatever the fuck he said. That was just like Giselle saying that was just teeing it up like she didn't really mean that in my opinion. She was just trying to tee up and add more layers to maybe Chris making Cookie Monster uncomfortable. I don't fucking know. I'm so irritated. And you know what? So is Candace. And she posted. This is what she said. Let me pull it up right now. So she I mean, two two thirty in the morning, by the way. This is what she says on Twitter. Wow, a thread. Our bosses, Andy Cohen, favorite clapback when you're we're playing coy about certain aspects of our lives is you're on a reality show about your life. There is an expectation that doing no harm, we show up to this platform as our authentic selves. And while we reserve the right to be judicious about what we share, there is a special brand of audacity attached to individuals who will knowingly bury the lead in exchange for damning and salacious lies that stand to cause irreparable harm to innocent people. It tarnishes the integrity of the premise of our show. It tap dances on the intelligence of the viewership that champion our stories and discover their own parallels in our lives. And when it's not that deep, it simply occludes amusement. It's not entertaining. It's not interesting. It's whack. Why be open or genuine or authentic when the least of us can rob our... Yeah. Why be open or genuine or authentic when the least of us can rob our viewers of the truth and continually be rewarded for it? What are we doing? And a better question, what are y'all watching? Now, a hundred fucking percent, cosine, cosine, cosine. Um, she's pissed because her husband was dragged through the fucking mud, you know, over this, you know, alleged whatever, you know, that would even be called. And um, yeah. Yeah, it's just really, really upsetting. And so Chris Bassett posts on Twitter. Now, I normally don't like when men get involved in Housewives. I got to be completely honest, but he was accused of cheating on his wife. So, I mean, I don't blame him. So he posts just so we're okay he goes so wait there were truths that were omitted slash not filmed during our season as a cast we chose to tell falsehoods and lies about innocent people all season long and now we are charging for the truth what the fuck i'm good on this bullshit just so we are clear giselle and ashley knew about this before or yeah knew about this before the season and didn't bring it up that's your friend but chose to lie as a distraction i am not mad at robin but the others are trash for that because, I mean, Robin did stand up for him, but I just it's the it's the idea that Giselle and Ashley knew about this and then continued to spread these salacious lies about Chris Bassett. I mean, I'd be fucking pissed, too. So I don't know, guys, I'm so irritated. I am like beyond. And yeah, I mean, I'm going to get into Real Houses of Potomac the episode, but fuck this week in Bravo News has just been so frustrating to read and watch and look at people's reactions and I'm of course talking about the girls trip four um news that came yesterday um so I've known about this for several days 
Um, but out of like respect for certain cast members, I have not spoken about it. Um, because I was like, I want whoever, you know, to tell their story or, you know, something, it will eventually come out. I mean, it's Bravo. Like these people have big fucking mouths, but this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple market auditory experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So to see people, and I'm talking about people online, people who are chronically online who don't have lives outside of doing this, and I know that this is my job, um, but I do touch grass occasionally, Um so it comes out, People Magazine posted an article yesterday morning that Brandy and Caroline got into got into it because Brandy was, you know, being sexually aggressive. I'm sorry. Those aren't the words they used, but I'm going to use them. Sexually aggressive towards Caroline and giving her, quote, unwanted kisses, um, which is an understatement. Um and to see people online come for someone who was sexually assaulted is so fucking disgusting. I don't really have words for it. Like, you don't have to like Caroline. You don't. No one is making you do that. But to sit there and be like, oh, my God, it's housewives. Like, they can do whatever they want. They can kiss. They were having fun. Shut the fuck up. If someone doesn't want to be touched or kissed or hugged or whatever, they don't have to be. Grow up. They don't have to. This isn't like these women are real fucking people. And they have boundaries and they have traumas and they have lives that happened before this show. And you don't know anything about that. So to sit there and be like, well, then don't be on the show. You're so boring. She's old. She's boring. Shut the f- It makes me so goddamn angry. And I know that the majority of people out there are good people and rec- can read between the lines of this article. But there are some people out there who just do shit for likes and refollows and posts and retweets. And it's disgusting and they need to stop. It really is. I don't care if they're listening to this. I don't care if they come for me on Twitter. Um, I don't really care. But so in the article, it says, you know, a source says that Brandy made like unwanted advances at Caroline and production is the one that filed the complaint against Brandy. And I want to make that very clear because there are people online spreading rumors that Caroline is the one that reported it. And honestly, if she did, she's allowed to do that. She was made uncomfortable. She was shaken up, you know. It is what it is, but it wasn't. It was production because they saw and heard what happened and they were upset and they filed the complaint, allegedly. I'm saying this all alleged so I don't get sued, but I'm just so upset by people's reactions. Like, and I know that I, you know, come on this podcast and I'm, you know, I mean, literally five minutes ago, I was cussing Robin Dixon out and being like, put your life on TV. But that's because she's also not being truthful and honest. Like, these are two very different situations. Um, and Brandy just always takes things too far. 
always. She cannot help herself. And I am someone who enjoys watching her on TV. I think she's funny. I think she's dramatic. I think she brings an extra flair to the reality television arts and sciences. But at the end of the day, like this isn't cool. And I know that people are like, well, why were the other women rallying around her? Look at who the women were on that trip. Think about that. Okay. Thank you. So, I mean, the real stories, everything will probably come out when it airs. But until then, I just hope everyone like remains a little bit respectful to Caroline. And I don't want to hear like, well, she wrote the letter for Dina. Okay. Have you seen this letter? Have you read it? Do you know? Like, do you know that that's a fact? Do you know Dolores also wrote a letter? Are you mad at Dolores? No. So shut up. It's this cherry picking. It's the cherry picking that some fans do that just like drive me insane. And it's this like vitriol people spew. And like, like, here's the thing. And I always say this. I don't hate anybody on these shows except for Kelly Dodd. I don't hate them. I, I respect the fact that they come on TV, put themselves out there and fully lean the fuck in. Like, these are women that live out loud, and that's why I watch them. I don't have to like what they do. I don't have to like them, you know, but I, I I, don't hate them, and I would never, like, come for them online. I would never, like, the things that I see that people post about these women are so, like, it takes it to another level, and it just makes it not fun, um, you know, and it's really gross, and I just don't, I don't know what else to say. I'm sorry, but... That's how I feel. Um, Yeah. So I just think everyone needs to like chill and like maybe, you know, realize that you don't have to do everything for likes. You can be like a real like genuine normal person and, you know, not just be like justice for Brandy. It's like Brandy like sexually assaulted someone. (laughs) Like, can we chill, please? And I know people are going to come for me. I know I'm probably people are going to be pissed. You know, I already know, but I don't really care. This is my truth. So anyway, let's get into a Real Housewives of Potomac. Um, I mean, we started off, you know, with the little clips. Candace was dancing. Wendy was packing up boxes with her kids. Mia was deciding whether or not pink was a fall color. I don't really know what she was doing, but her cousin was helping her. And then we go to this bridal salon and I want to talk about it. This is a bridal salon called Deja Vu. I was so triggered by this bridal salon and I don't know why like I could just you know like when you walk in somewhere and it's like a draft and it's cold and like everything just kind of looks like it's from the sale department at home goods no shade to home goods but like there was like shiplap on the walls and like printed chairs and like things dangling and baskets there were so many fucking baskets baskets fucking everywhere okay and like this, this salon like didn't make a lot of sense. Um, I've been to bridal salons before and like I've never seen one that looked like this. Like it was just chaotic. There was like tool everywhere and bows and baskets and picture frames and uh, and that chalkboard sign was so bleak. It was so bleak. It, I mean, they could have used a stencil. They could have used a stencil, but they didn't. They, they freehanded that bad boy and wow. And that camera got got every angle of that chalkboard sign because they were like, that this is this is not good. This is not good. But 
yeah, it was just the saddest, it was the saddest chalkboard sign I've ever seen. Um, I do find it a little funny that like suddenly Robin is like looking for a wedding dress because she just spent an entire season, seasons, um, being like, I don't have to get married. I don't have to do this. I don't want to do this. I just want it to be, you know, my family and, or not even her family. Like she doesn't even want her parents there, which is absurd. Um, and I think says a lot, but we'll get to that next week when she tell when she talks to them about it. Um, anyway, so I just think it's kind of funny that like now that she's being kind of like, you know, pressured into, um, pressured into this wedding by the other women, she's like now suddenly, you know, making it, making it like happen. I don't know. I just think it's really weird. I'm very transparent. And listen, babe, if you don't want to do all that, you don't have to do all that. Then don't go to city hall and marry this idiot. Do it. Who cares? But to sit around and be like, oh, we're getting married, we're getting married, but then like not plan a goddamn thing and find out that he cheated on you and still get married. Like it just, I just am finding myself just like checking out when it comes to Robin because like I just don't think she's living an authentic life on this show. Um, and I, I understand like they all kind of like have a facade a little bit and like a persona, whatever, but like you don't want to marry him. I say, I come on this mic every fucking week and that's what I say. Robin does not want to marry this man. Um, because I think if you're someone who's in love and wants to get married, I'm not saying every single woman out there is like, you know, dying to do that. But I just think like, if you guys have this love story where you divorced, then you found love with each other again and, you know, you're overcoming what you overcame and like, blah, blah, blah. There's a part of me that'd be like, fuck yeah, let, let's go. Like, let's get married. But she just seems so apprehensive. Um, she wants a prenup because she does not trust this man, which looking back on that scene, knowing what we know now that he actually cheated, I'm like, yeah, baby, you need a prenup because this man cannot be trusted. If he cheats on you because he's bored and wants attention, he needs to grow the fuck up. Seriously. And then to see how he was treating her during COVID, if he was cheating on her during COVID and then we had to watch him treat her that way at the same time, it all makes a lot of sense. And I'm, I'm just upset for her because I just want more for her, but she just doesn't want more for herself. And that's period. Um, it is what it is. So then Giselle and Ashley show up and I have, I have some words and some thoughts about little Giselle. Um, she is wearing a yeast infection, like jumpsuit. The fact that she's in a jean jacket, jean jumpsuit tank top with frills made my vagina hurt because I'm just like, girl, that just swampy. Like it just, I don't know. Like it it was so ridiculous. And the thing with Giselle is like, she's so beautiful, but she dresses terrible. And I know that I don't dress the best all the time, but like, God damn it, Giselle, we just like want more for you, you know? And there were people, um, Gracie, who said that she liked Giselle's look for the reunion. And I have to say, like, it wasn't the worst. It really wasn't. But I just want more for her, you know? I really do. I feel like she could be a, like a stunner. And like Candace told her that one reunion, she's like, I think you don't think you have to dress well because you're so pretty. 
And that was a that was a hard truth. But, you know, here we are. Ashley is truly an icon on this show. On all, She is the blueprint. She is why we watch, in my opinion, because she does the work. She puts her fucking life out there. The good, the bad, the butt grabbing. She does it all. And, you know, I, you know, she came out on the show and said, uh, yeah, you know, Michael and I, we have an open marriage. We did this. I cheated on him first with a woman and blah, blah, blah. That kind of opened this whole thing up. She does it all. And not only that, but she comes to this bridal shop, the sad Joanna Gaines styled bridal shop and drops bombs, drops bombs while Robin is putting on wedding dresses. She looks at Giselle and says, Mia liked Wendy's vagina and Wendy was interested. And I was like, good for Wendy. That made me laugh. I'm glad like Wendy wasn't offended. Like Wendy wasn't, you know, upset by it or whatever. Like that's kind of funny. Like just picturing these two women like at the club, like showing each other their vaginas. Like it's so fucking hilarious. I was watching with my boyfriend. He goes, what is that mean? Like what is like looking at the vagina mean? I'm like looking at it like they were looking like they were investigating each other's pussies. So then, you know, Ashley drops this bomb and then just leaves. She's like, I got to go, you guys. And then Giselle says, Robin, we're going to throw you a bachelorette party, blah, 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 which leads me to believe that obviously Giselle knew that Robin was getting married soon. As we know, she did get married, um, but hid it from everybody, which is another thing like, God fucking damn it, Robin. Like, why are you doing this? Why? I honestly feel like she'll get demoted. I really do. I feel like Andy's going to have a stern talking to at Watch What Happens Live and he's not going to be, he's not going to hear, he's not going to like be okay with her holding back at the reunion like that. And then, you know, a few days later putting it behind a fucking paywall on Patreon that her her husband did cheat on her and that Karen wasn't making it up. Anyway, see, I'm so heated about this. Um, I really like enjoy watching Candace like live out her dream. I really do. I enjoy that she's really doing the damn thing. It's not, no offense, Accountos and Friends, which did make Luann a lot of money, but she's like really out there. She really wants to be a musician. She really wants to be an artist. And guys, her music is good. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's not like Housewives, like LOL, like Chic Say La Vie or like Don't Be Tardy. Like, this is real music and it's really, really good. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a candy stan. Like, I'm saying it because it's true. Um, so I really love that. And, you know, she's breaking it down for what happened in Mexico. And Chris is like, do you guys just like come for people's husbands? Like, is that all you guys talk about? Because what the fuck? And I mean, obviously now we know that Ron cheated. The whole premise of this entire episode is like, now we know one cheated on Robin. So it makes this whole episode look very different because I rewatched it this morning because I was like, I got to get my eyes on this. I got to see what's what now that we know the real truth. And it's, you know, it's kind of wild to rewatch, actually. Um, seeing Wendy and Karen together, it just feels right. And you know what's funny about them is they obviously hated each other in the very beginning. And that's what usually happens to people who have the most in common. And hear me out. I know Wendy, <laughs> I know Wendy and Karen don't have like, you know, right away they don't have much in common, but they kind of do in the sense of like, remember when Heather and Shannon um in 
Real Housewives of Orange County like hated each other in the beginning, but they had so many similarities. Like they were like living in the same neighborhood and they did the Christmas cards and the, you know, holiday cards together, not together, but like they had, I will never forget. There was like a montage and they were like doing it at the same time. And like they had the same kind of ideas about stuff and they were very similar, but they hated each other. And then they became friends. I think that that's what we're watching with Wendy and Karen. Because I will never forget at the season five reunion, Wendy and Karen were wearing the same shoes. And in that moment, it was like a little brief moment. I was like, they could be friends. Like if they just like put their bullshit aside, like they really could be friends. Because I think Wendy finds Karen to be hilarious. And I have to tell you, I was talking to some some friends about this show. I mean, that's like literally all our group chat is. And they like brought up a really good point. And I don't know why I've never thought of it. But Karen really doesn't come for people unless they come for her. She really doesn't. Like she's pretty like not neutral, but she tries to kind of play in the middle a little bit like and she really doesn't throw daggers at people unless they like come for her. And I think in Mexico she was just so on the defense that she was like fuck you guys, like you always are coming for me. I'm going to come for you. So, you know, when she was talking about that whole situation and why her and Wendy are not invited to the bachelorette party, which fuck off. Like I hate that when they like disinvite people. The only way I will ever accept a disinvitation is Dr. Nicole style. I want a mirrored, engraved, etched, beautiful disinvitation sent to their homes. I don't want this. You're just not in the text thread. I want like a known, like, I want it to be known that you're not coming, you know? That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I want to talk about Mia's uh rental home. What's going on there? It's clearly not her home. She does not live there. You can't tell me that she does because the frames, there's all these picture frames in the background and none of them have photos in it. They're empty. It's like a staged home. It's like when you go into like one of those homes like to do a showing and it's all staged furniture and it's just like that this is the model home for the rest of the neighborhood like that's how I feel this what's happening in this house um it's giving Drew Sedora it's giving Ralph um not a goddamn chance in hell that this woman lays her head there every single night there's just no way there's no way I I just can't I just can't imagine but Giselle admitting to lying and saying that Mia and Wendy like had sex and like she elaborated. I'm like, I'm exhausted because it's just like, why do we let this woman get away with everything? I And I'm one of those people. I've really let Giselle get away with murder. Like I just really, cause I like her. So I, I, I guess I really haven't looked too hard at her, I guess. But we really do just kind of let her skate on by. And I think that the tides are changing. People are now more Candace, Wendy, Karen, you know, team, um, which is great for me because I have been riding on the Candace wave for a long fucking time. Okay. And I'm glad to see people are now finally getting on board with that. That makes me super fucking happy. Um, But Mia's funny to me because it's like she just admits that she likes Wendy's vagina and she's like, you know, we didn't have a conversation with Eddie and G about it. So we really couldn't do too much. I'm like, what? Like this woman is just so like, she just puts her shit out there. And granted, I never know what's true and what's not, but she really 
she really just cops to it. And I think Giselle is is always a little taken aback by it because I think she wants to like catch someone in a lie and like prove them wrong and like be like, see, you're lying. But she can't with Mia because Mia's like, yeah, what about it? I liked her vagina. And? And Giselle's always disarmed. That's the way to disarm Giselle is to just kind of like put it out there. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, sorry. I like lost my train of thought. But um, I really enjoy seeing Wendy being a political commentator. She's just like so in her element and she's so good at it that I'm like, God fucking damn it, Wendy. Like, just do this. Stop making candles. Stop with Oni. Stop it. Just be you and be a commentator and lean in to what you're fucking good at because she's so good at it. She's so beautiful. She's so smart. Like I'm back on the Wendy train. I know I wasn't in the beginning of the season. She was kind of pissing me off, but ultimately like watching her do her job. I'm like, wow, like she's really doing it. And I love her for that. Um, so the bachelorette party is upon us and Mia gets a party bus and she is in this see-through snakeskin purple blue um Lisa Frank style bodysuit and I'm like whoa that's a look but it is the bachelorette party so and they're going to the strip club then Ashley Darby shows up in the exact same purple blue Lisa Frank snakeskin bodysuit and I was like I would be fucking mortified because that is such like a random outfit like this isn't like oh we're just in the same like black dress like you guys chose this see-through snakeskin bodysuit to wear and that's just so funny to me and like Ashley said she's like hosey hose former hose we you know I that's who we are and I was like absolutely like they are there for a good fucking time these women are ready to party they all look you know like they're going to a strip club and I love them for it. Robin is in a very interesting intergalactic look. Um, It's lime green. It's half sequins and it's a blazer dress and half of it is sequins. I mean like, like it's split down the middle. Um, It's really, it was really something I had to get my eyes on. I was like, whoa, that's a look. It was like Xenon, like bit, becomes a businesswoman. That's what it was giving. Um, not like Zerg, the Zerg look that Robin or that Karen is in in her confessionals. This is like very, it's like Zerg's like little sister. You know what I mean? They look like the fucking powder puff girls, these people. I love them. But Cherie's complaining that she wasn't one of the orchestrators of this bachelorette party. Girl, you're not on this show as a full-time housewife and you won't be. I'm sorry. You won't be. Um, I'm like, why are like, it's, it's moments like this where I'm like, girl, can we just not, because it's like, you know, that you know why, you know why you're not hosting this. I think if you guys weren't on a show, you would be, but because you're not like, yeah, babe, you're not hosting this. Also, Mia knows what strip club to go to. That's what Giselle said. She was like, I need to get Mia on board because she knows where to go. Cause I promise you, Giselle does not. Um, I really want a camera on Candace like at all times. I want her mic'd up at all times because her little commentary, her little side comments are so fucking funny. At one point she was like, 
oh, Robin's whispering like sweet nothings in the stripper's ear. And then she was like, yeah, I have friends that disappear and then they just go suck dick in a corner. I'm like, you are the funniest fucking person on the show. Like she's so, she's so funny with her little sunglasses in the in the club. Like she's eating the lobsters. Like she's just having the time of her life. Sharice then asks Ashley about her and Michael. And I'm sick over it because I was expecting Ashley to be like, yeah, you know, we're, we're doing the whole thing. Like we're divorcing. I'm moving like blah, blah, blah. And I expected her to be like sad about it because obviously she's drunk and it is a divorce and she has two kids with him, et cetera, et cetera. But she doesn't do that. She kind of pauses and says, you know, we're figuring things out. Um, you know, he didn't want me seeing other people. So then he's not seeing other people and blah, blah, blah. And I can't figure it out. We're going through the divorce, but I'm sad about it, et cetera, et cetera. And Candace is like, but he is seeing other people, babe. He is. You think Michael Darby is going to see other people while you're married, but not when you're separated? Like, or be fucking for real. Seriously. He clearly is going to see other people. And for Ashley to be so naive to think that he really would keep to his word and not is insane because he didn't even do that when they were married. Why would he do that when they're separated? Get a grip. Um, so then Cherie starts discussing Karen Huger and she's really going in on her. Like she's like, I know things about Karen that I've never said. And Giselle's like, yeah, that's true. That's true. You've never said it. I'm like, well, clearly she told you, but she's like, you know, Karen is known for getting drunk and fucking any dick. And she was fucking a worker in the bathroom. And everyone is just screaming like they are laughing and screaming and like shook by this information that Sharice is just spewing. I think Giselle is even a little surprised, but it's like, good for you, girl. This is making good TV. Um, And I'm a little disappointed that no one kind of stuck up for Karen. But then it kind of leaves me wondering, like, I believe Sharice. Like, I know that that's a hot take. I believe her. Do I think she should be saying this on TV? No, but I don't think she's lying because I mean, there's, they all kind of have known about this. They know that Karen has kind of done this. She didn't have a license because she had a DUI. So she did in fact have a driver. Blue Eyes isn't her driver. He was a worker at a hotel, according to Sharice. I don't know. Like, I just don't know why Sharice would like make all this shit up. Do I think it's kind of coming out of nowhere? Like, I don't really get what her problem is with Karen completely. I mean, I think Sharice's problem should be just with Bravo, the fact that she doesn't have a champagne flute and she's not no longer a cherry blossom. Um, but to come for Karen like this, I was like, damn. And just to see like none of the women stand up for Karen, it's like because they can't. And I think that we all need to like look in the mirror and be like, well, why is that? Because it's probably true. And now I love my Karen. So I'm team Karen on this. Obviously, I love her. We'll die for her. I think she's the funniest person on Bravo maybe right now. Um, I don't know. I just, it was really, it was really something. Um, wow. I feel like, I feel winded. I feel, I feel, you know, like I said a lot on this podcast and um, yeah, so I just want to say thank you all so much for listening. Next week is the reunion or not the reunion. Next week is the um, 
season finale of Real Housewives of Potomac. I will, of course, be recapping that. And later in the week, I will be recapping Miami and Salt Lake City, as well as any other Bravo breaking news that seems to come forth. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. And I love you. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Please uh, give five stars. Uh, Love you. Bye. A Huda Media Production.